Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to the Ummarpreneur podcast and with me I have two very special guests today uh, we're doing kind of like a trio podcast right now where I have two people joining me and these are co-founders brother Mustafa and sister Maryam who have created the business brand Tagva which inspires God consciousness into everyday lives through their original products they have beautiful products pocket prayer mats and a host of different varieties that we're going to talk about today on this podcast, inshallah, talk about the inspiration behind the business, what was their journey like as entrepreneurs, and what are some lessons that we can learn from their stories. So, Bismillah, Assalamu alaikum, Mustafa and Maryam, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, alaikum, salam. Walaikum, It's a pleasure to have you. And I want to start the podcast, this is the same place that I started with every single guest, is I want you guys to share with me where were you at in life when you decided to start Taqwa? Because every entrepreneur that I that I know, you know, we're not born entrepreneurs, we are made entrepreneurs. We come up with an idea and we decide this idea is good enough, let me pursue it. So where were you guys at in life when you decided to pursue this new business idea, Taqwa? So uh, for me, my um, background was in, in industrial design. Actually, mm -hmm. namely, I had a passion for user experience design. So uh, before I actually became Muslim, um, I was actually uh, working at a, like a few companies here and there doing some kind of uh, user design, user experience design for printers, for electronic products and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then um, after I reverted to, to Islam, I was actually um, talking to a lot of people around me, uh, reverts especially, about the challenges that they actually were facing in, in their lives as new reverts. And because of that, we I, I actually um, started thinking, is there something more that we could actually do for the community? Because um, the, the current products that are in the market, sometimes they are not well designed enough for mm -hmm. uh, meeting the needs of Muslims around the world. Right. It doesn't matter whether it's prayer mats or learning tools or, you know, toys, or everything. It was like back in 2017 where there was a lot of like um, poorly made products and mm -hmm. there were not many um, Muslim lifestyle brands yet. Yeah. So um, after I reverted to Islam and after talking to all these people, um, there was actually one product that uh, I sort of thought of before Tawa ever uh, first started. It was like a bunch of flashcards to help uh, new reverts learn how to pray. So mm -hmm. that was like, um, you know, how it's, it was as easy as like how people actually look at their phones when they're praying. It's not, it's not the proper position. You know, yeah. people should actually be doing this and then looking at the ground. But because of the phone, and that was the only thing that people had, they had to make do. So I came up with these flashcards with the words that were big enough so they could put on the ground and they could actually read while they are doing the actual postures. And that was the first product. And after that, we were um, I, I moved on to um, Japan to live with mm -hmm. Mustafa. And then we were actually just traveling around Japan and we realized because in Japan, there's not many mosques around. For us, it was two hours yeah. journey from our house to the nearest mosque. Wow. And along the way, like, for example, we have to pray somewhere. We cannot just, you know, go to the mosque and pray. We have to stop by the road, you know, roadside and pray. And most of the time, like, sometimes it's raining. And the mats that we had, those, like, uh, portable mats that we had, we, mm -hmm. if we put it on the ground, the water will actually seep through uh, mm -hmm. from the bottom to the top. And when you're praying, you feel the wetness on, the, on your feet. That was really a uh, terrible and uncomfortable experience for us. So we thought we were thinking like, could we actually create something that um, takes into account all of these um, issues that Muslims are facing, for example, wet ground or dirty mats, you know, the way that the mat falls, um, such that it is actually a pleasant experience 
for the Muslim when he's praying. So yeah, that was actually the background behind how we actually end up with Taqwa, like to create, to innovate uh, products that actually are beneficial for the user, takes their behavior into account and everything that, you know, should uh, be taken as importance. So yeah. we have this that says like uh, to, do, to, to, to be the best that we can, uh, to, to follow God's commandments, we need mm -hmm. the best. Yeah. Of course, 100%. I love that you shared that because every great business, at the end of the day, it is built out of necessity. And every entrepreneur that I speak to that has built a business that is successful, that is growing, they went, they built this business out of a problem that they were facing, a challenge that they themselves had. And they're like, how can I solve this challenge? And then they went on to create the product or the business that would solve that problem. And it sounds like it's the same thing for you. Now, I definitely have a few questions for you and some that I'm personally curious about because I've been to Japan myself, love the country, so beautiful, mashallah. And I'm curious to know, uh, just a little backstory about you guys. We will get to know you guys better. So how did you guys meet? Did you guys meet in Japan? Did you guys meet outside of Japan and then decide to meet there? What's what's your story? That's, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like we met in actually uh, Malaysia for the first time. Mm -hmm. I was doing my bachelor there. So mm -hmm. I met with my wife there actually in, in Malaysia in a trip. Yeah. Amazing, mashallah. And, and what's your work on Mustafa? You sound a little bit Turkish, I believe. Is, is there some Turkish yes, in there? Yeah, Yes, yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Michelle. I've been to Turkey as well. Shout out. It was such a beautiful country. Chukguzet, beautiful country. Yeah. Um, I love I love Turkey, mashallah. So so you, you were in Malaysia at the time and your wife was there. You guys met there. Eventually, um, you went to Japan. She met you there. When when she met you there, did you guys have that intention of we're meeting to start a business or was it just something that happened? Uh, not really, to be honest. No, I mean, I had always this intention of setting up my own business, to be honest, since my childhood. But we never had that when we were in Japan, actually. So this happened along with, you know, us, you know, facing challenges in Japan as a minority community, as like us as Muslims. Because, yeah. the I mean, the, the place that we were living, like, actually, like, the first that we lived, we were the only Muslims, two of us, basically. Yeah. So we faced this challenge then, we just came up with this idea of creating actually this brand, yeah. Mm -hmm. And right now, in terms of building the business and where you are right now, well, do you, are you still in Japan or did, are you, is the business now based out of somewhere else? Uh, actually, nice question. Actually, we started in Japan as our first okay. company. Then mm -hmm. right now we are not operating mainly from Japan, but Singapore, Turkey, US and UK. And we have okay. also other wholesales, you know, accounts around the world. Yeah. But okay, main states in Turkey basically. Awesome. So when you came up with this idea of building the pocket prayer mat that you guys have, which is an amazing idea, it's portable. You can carry it around. As you mentioned, it doesn't get wet, waterproof. You know, you can wipe it from the dirt. When you guys came up with this idea, of course, it's a new product. It's not something that you can just say, well, let me buy an existing prayer mat and resell it. You had to create it or go to manufacturer and tell them this is what I wanted. So what was that like for you? Did you guys face any challenges going through that process? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so what happened was that we actually had to uh, kind of sew out our um, first prototype um, mm -hmm. by hand. So we okay. bought the fabric. And we, I mean, before we bought the fabric, we had to go through a whole list of like different types of fabric and find a suitable right. one. And, and then after we found like the right one that is light enough, that was still durable and doesn't tear, we had to think like, is it one layer enough? Is two layers enough? You know? Mm -hmm. And after that, we joined the cloth together, we sold them and then, okay, what, what 
uh, how do we actually pack it into a bag so that it's compact enough for the user to, to bring it around in? So that went through like a whole, like maybe six, seven months of research, yeah. um, trying to find the right kind of um, bag. Sometimes mm -hmm. maybe like uh, a little string or a pouch around that, that didn't work, like an overhang bag that also didn't work because it touched the ground, you know. So a lot of different prototypes back and forth, back and forth. We even tested like how slippery was the mat when we put it on the ground. We, we put like a, a lot of different combinations and then we tried slipping on it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was quite a fun process, but yeah. A yeah, lot of training, you would say. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So you really... You took it into your own hands, literally. You went and you sold your own product. You went to test it out yourself before deciding to go to manufacturers and say, okay, this is what I wanted. You already knew what you wanted because you did it yourself. And so you could tell yeah, them, right. this is what we want. This is the type of fabric. This is how it's made. And that made the process yeah. easier for you, I'm guessing. But even then, the, the manufacturer couldn't replicate what we wanted. So there mm. was one time that we actually, when we reached out back to the manufacturer that we wanted to work with, he did, he made one product and he sent back to us and we got a shock because it was it looked like a like a dolma i don't know what dolma means in english but <laughs> right like a, yes like, like the, the, the the rural yes i know it's exactly. the leaves yeah. inside there yes. is right <laughs> yeah, it looks so terrible it <laughs> looks so different from what we actually pictures on the visuals yeah. Yeah, it was so different right. so right. we actually had to create like a step by step um document mm -hmm. so that the next manufacturer that we work with wouldn't have to come back with a something ugly yeah at least that would right. <laughs> save us horror. yeah interesting so uh and how many how many years ago or how long ago was this now that you launched uh this product uh in your business it's gonna be almost like five years yeah, yeah. Almost amazing. Five years. so since then have you have you worked on any new products is there anything that you're working on right now within your business that you're planning to launch uh, actually, like we uh, we have like a lot of new products that are coming on the what do you call on the pipeline. The, the actually mm -hmm. name is this is not a product, but we are actually working on a, some kind of franchising system concept that we are okay. currently working on. So I mean, as we actually face a lot of challenges along this five years time, we know that I mean it seems very easy to actually start a business, mm -hmm. but it's actually very difficult. You have a lot of challenges. You you go through a lot of you know hardship. And then another thing is that after you set up the business, it's also difficult. It's like another level to grow the business. So we have seen this, all these issues. And then we, I believe that we have experienced like some of this uh, valuable, you know, experiences. Mm -hmm. So we thought of actually uh, building this concept where we would, you know, also help other entrepreneurs like, uh, like us. And we can grow basically together in this in this ecosystem. So we are working on this franchise concept where uh, entrepreneurs like us they will come and actually own Takwa's regional, uh, let's say, uh, exclusivity in their mm -hmm. respective region, and they are able to actually uh, grow in their region with the innovative products that we all come together. Amazing, Michelle. I love that. And and for you as a business. What sparked this idea? I'm guessing this was also a strategic idea for you as a business to grow. Would this allow you to penetrate new markets that you wouldn't be able to otherwise? Or for you, what is what is going to be that strategic part for the business that will contribute in making this kind of move? Uh, I think for us, it wasn't really so much of a strategy for us ourselves, but mm -hmm. it was because we experienced like how um, so many businesses around us like it's, it's really easy to start a business like you you, you can yeah. you can register your company you can start your branding and then after that you create your first product everything is okay yeah. um for us also like the beginning was like 
you know, uh, smooth is sailing and all. When it started to come to manufacturing your product, especially like when you're doing something that is really out of your uh, comfort zone, for us it was textiles and then moving on to plastics, for example, and then uh, toys, for example. All of these products were really new experiences. Like everything mm -hmm. gave us a new um, difficulty, a challenge that we had to overcome. And we really um, saw this, uh like it was like kind of a hindrance to a lot of uh new uh business owners and that's that that that's like how uh, people actually cannot really grow far in mm -hmm. their in in their business so it was like we want to actually help the whole entire muslim ecosystem to grow together as one um mm -hmm. instead of staying at just a small business but all of us growing all together and pushing the economy forward that was actually the drive um of this behind this this whole franchising idea um you know back in 2017 we started this and we are kind of like pioneering this uh innovation uh you know the innovative products change so that we want to impart this experience that we have to the people around us who have the same uh mindsets as us mm -hmm. yeah and basically we want to take this one to the next step by actually you know getting this uh, the power from the other entrepreneurs around us and mm -hmm. to build this ecosystem basically yeah mm -hmm. and is this something that is you have launched right now or is it something that you're currently working on and you plan to launch inshallah later in the year uh, we actually just launched just if if you if you actually before we have been working I mean, for the past six months, but we just launched. So right now we are actually looking. I mean, uh, we are trying to actually find, uh, let's say, uh, people who are interested in this kind of concepts. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And where can people who are listening to this, if they're interested, where they can go to learn more about that? Uh, basically, they can just visit our website, and mm -hmm. from there they can reach out to us and then get to know actually more about the concept. Awesome. And what's the what's uh, what's the link for that? So people listening can uh, can shall ah, go okay. and check it out. Yeah. Uh, the link is, is that yeah, go ahead. slash pages slash franchise. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So we'll drop a link for that in the comments if anyone's uh, interested in checking that out, inshallah. And you mentioned that you went through a challenging uh, period in business. And of course, every entrepreneur goes through that. And there are so many in every single month, every single day, every single week, it's a new challenge, right? And it's something that we have to overcome. For you going through this journey now, you've been at it for five years, mashallah. What what has been for you the biggest challenge as an online uh, business who, who is providing an innovative product to consumers? I think the biggest challenge, I think, start our, you know, brand from the scratch. I think that was the most challenging thing because, I mean, two of us, we had to do everything from the scratch. It's mm -hmm. in like uh, product, you know, development, you know, sourcing of the products, uh, after sourcing manufacturing, because we did the manufacturing by ourselves for the first product. And then after that, marketing, you know, like from taking photos to videos, yeah. content creation, <clears throat> and then after sales, customer service, you know, this was actually the biggest challenge at the beginning, I would say, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, alhamdulillah for us, like uh, yeah. for our first product, the, the Phuket Prayer Mat, we, um, we thought of the, the video and we filmed it. But alhamdulillah, I mean, with Allah's help, our video actually managed to go viral. I mean, it's still nice. being watched by millions of people right now. So sure. that actually put an yeah. itch for our business in the sense that a lot of people knew about this product and they knew taqwa from the product also. Mm -hmm. So that helped to elevate our, our brand. 
Yeah. That's amazing. And, and you know, that's really what happens when you come up with something that is unique, that is new to the market, where you are solving a problem in a way that hasn't been solved before. Because a lot of people, they go to start online businesses or e-commerce and they say, well, this seems like it's a successful product. Let me go and just sell a variation of it. And that's not really exciting for consumers. It's not really something that's going to make you stand out. But when you create your own, as you have done, which a lot of people will just source an existing product and sell, but you've decided to create your own unique concept or prayer mat, this is what allows you to bring something different to the market and people recognize that. And that is, it kind of has that vi viral element to it, uh, that, that, that potential, uh, mashallah, that it can spread the word even organically, word of mouth, because it's just, it's something new that people can benefit from. Now, going through this, because you obviously are new entrepreneurs, this is, uh, I, I imagine the first business that you're building, right? So going through this journey of five years, and as you mentioned, you're doing everything from scratch, how did you go about the process and find answers to your questions? Because a lot of startup entrepreneurs like yourselves, if they wanted to go through this journey, where do I source my products? What do I do to design this? How do I go and market myself? Every time you had a question or a challenge, what was your strategy for coming up with an answer? It's a good question. Yes, good question. So, I mean, I think it has like many aspects. <clears throat> so based, I think from our kind of stand was because of our experience, like our previous job experience, I think helped a lot. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I knew a lot about like manufacturing and marketing. And Mariam knew about a lot of, a lot of the product design and also marketing, marketing materials and all. So I think yeah. we kind of complement each other in that sense. Yeah. So we were lucky. So we didn't really, at the beginning, needed to actually outsource a lot of things from our end. But with regards to whether a product would actually work in the market, so we we relied on uh, advices from people mm -hmm. who were elder than us because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of value That's in true. listening to people who are older, who are who have more experience than you. That was one aspect, and then another one was customer validation. So we used the uh, the method of crowdfunding, where mm -hmm. it's not just a platform to get, you know, funds, but it's also like a platform where you can listen to the voices of the potential customers around you, and then uh, understand uh, what uh, actually draws them to the product or what improvements you can make to future products. For example, yeah. So okay. those were like kind of the avenues that we used. Okay, I did, so I didn't know that you uh, that you had launched a crowdfunding campaign. So, give me a little more information about that. So, did you dis did you make that decision before you brought the prayer mat to market, or at what point in time did you decide to launch your crowdfunding campaign? I think this was with the first project that Mayam came up with. Uh, she mentioned mm -hmm. about the solar flashcards for the rewards. So mm -hmm. the idea was actually for helping the rewards, right? So we actually did this crowdfunding just to help. So we needed funding, of course, to actually produce this one and to give it for free. So this yeah. is how it started with that project. Then after we had this idea for the, you know, portable prayer mat, then we were like, okay, why don't we do this, you know, as other entrepreneurs outside of, you know, Muslim ecosystem does in yeah. big, you know, uh, platforms, I mean, crowdfunding platforms. That's yeah. actually how actually we came up with the idea of crowdfunding. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And a question that I have actually, and this is, I'm curious by myself because I, uh, we are looking inshallah to launch a software later this year and we're considering possibly launching it also through a crowdfunding platform. Now, one challenge that we're facing is our software, our products, everything that we do is really catered to the Muslim niche. And for you as well, when we talk about something like an interactive pyramid, it is relevant to the Muslim niche. So I'm curious what platform did you guys leverage? Did you go for launch good or did you still 
go ahead and launch on platforms like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, the more popular platforms out there. Yeah, actually, we use all of the platforms up until now. So we actually okay. started with uh, okay. Launch good was for the solar flashcards because this was more like for the Muslim for market. the Muslim market. Is in like it's yeah. not profit. You know, we weren't actually gonna make any profit out of it as a business. Yeah. Then uh, we started with Kickstarter. Uh, we did with launch good as well, and we also mm -hmm. did it in Indiegogo. So we actually use all the platforms. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Yeah, really and it really depends on the product on the product and your yeah, project i think i would say yeah for sure and and uh, and just curious because i want to know for people listening to this and for myself like can you launch a muslim product on a platform like kickstarter Indiegogo for you guys did you have any success on those platforms did you feel like it was still valuable to your yes, business yeah we did pocket uh, the pre pockets actually went very uh, very well in kickstarter yeah, it Amazing. was one of the projects we love. Yeah, we, we were chosen also a project we love yeah, in, in Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. But it's Amazing. I would say it's not easy. But yeah, yeah I mean, it it's really depends on the project that you come up with and yeah. then the marketing strategy that you will have. I mean, at that time in 2017, really there was really almost uh, no, none, no Muslim lifestyle products out there. So at the time, right. I was like, it's really stood out as a very interesting idea. So I guess that, that was also part of the reasons why it was uh, kind of like selected as a product we love because yeah. there was no other product out there. For sure. For you both as, uh, mashallah, a couple in business, partners in business, you are life partners, you are business partners. For you, if you can share with me, what has been maybe the the main principle or the main value that, you've both, that you both embody that has allowed you to successfully work on this business together and have a successful partnership because there are mm -hmm. probably people listening to this who are considering being in a partnership for business mm -hmm. or maybe they already are in a partnership they want to make sure it's successful for you what has been maybe something that you can tell me about how to be a successful business partner together <laughs> yeah i think that's <laughs> life balance is one thing we, we actually we actually learned this along the way but life balance is very 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 important because as I mean, like seeing each other every day, you tend to actually just end up talking a lot about business, and then it it really <laughs> you, before long you realize it's like midnight. <laughs> right, right. So, so we actually learned how to prioritize, like no more messages or, or phone calls after five p.m. You know, switch off all emails and stuff like that, and no talking about work after five. There's like some kind of ground rules that we learned to set up along the way. Okay. Uh, but of course, that was like a learning curve after many sure. um, months of. <laughs> and I think that. another point actually, we want to have actually Muslim, you know, uh, based uh, actually what you call business basically. Mm -hmm. We want actually our business to be meaningful in a way yeah. that mm -hmm. that we always uh, wanted. So that was, I think, another reason. Yeah. That was like a motivation behind our entire life as well. Like, because mm -hmm. we are all living for uh, Allah's sake, right? So uh, in the sense, we are still continuing in this uh, mission of ours because we we ourselves want to contribute to our deen for uh, for ourselves, for uh, our ibadah and, and all. So that, that was like, you know, behind every quarrel, behind every... Uh, argument or decision making we are always yeah. thinking of the background and that's why also taqwa like the god consciousness that that was also the, behind the the name itself yeah so the, you you both have the same values at the end of the day and that is what allows you to to kind of see eye to eye and i think that's so important when it comes to a business partnership for both people to have the same values 
so that if ever there is a disagreement, as you mentioned, at the end of the day, when you're both on the same mission with the same intention, then there's always a way to figure figure out a middle ground, right? Um, so I want to ask you what's in store for the, the future of Takbar. And now you guys are doing the franchises, mashallah. So that's going to be really great. In terms of products, is there any new products that you we can expect from you guys this year? Uh, actually, yeah, this product that has been on the pipeline for a very long time. Actually, we also launched this. It's a product called Bidu. I mean, mm -hmm. this actually we already launched it as in on the platform, but it wasn't out because we had actually encountered a lot of challenges. So that's mm -hmm. going to be out uh, within, I think, a couple of months. So we'll be actually fulfilling orders from the crowdfunding websites. That's going to be the, let's say, the next coming project. There'll nice. be other coming projects as well, which maybe I can just give some, uh, what do you call it? Hints. Hints, actually, we haven't shared any. So we'll be coming with some tech projects as well, which nice. we are Mashallah. looking forward to it, yeah. Mashallah, that's amazing. We're definitely really excited to see what you have in store. And there's a question that I ask every single entrepreneur that comes on this podcast. I'm going to ask it to both of you as well. And I think I would want one answer uh, from you, Mustafa, and hopefully an answer from you, Sister Mariam, as well. Um, so for you, brother Mustafa, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice as you know he goes on this journey of life and eventually this journey of entrepreneurship, you, you could tell him one thing that he could hold on to throughout this journey. What would you tell him? Just go for it. Nice. Just go for it. Nice. Because, Love I mean, it. what I've ex experienced is that, you know, sometimes yeah. you tend to, what do you call, like, ah, can I do this, you know, or like, oh, there's a lot of challenges ahead, you know. You just mm -hmm. go for it. I mean, at the end, you may not be successful, but you'll be getting a lot of experience from this. So that's 100%. Yeah. 100%. There's nothing worse than analysis paralysis, right? When you keep analyzing and then you you end up not doing anything. Uh, for you, Sister Mariam, what would that one thing be for you? If you can meet your 18-year-old self, you could tell her one thing as she went yeah. on this journey of life. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it, actually. <laughs> For me, like, uh, I mean, one philosophy that I have always lived with was to put in the best in everything that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, you would meet with challenges in life, definitely, for sure. And uh, during my revert journey, it has been full of challenges. But if you focus on, like, uh, putting in your best in whatever you're doing, uh, <laughs> so everything that you come up with, in 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 your hands it can be seen by by people around you like that you actually put in effort in what you're doing doesn't matter what whether you're doing a product or you're doing your own um service or you uh, i mean any any kind of business that you're doing if you put in a lot of effort and if you're sure you're, you're always striving for perfection people see that in your work and they appreciate yeah. you for it yeah 100 percent. yeah and this is a value of the prophet said i'm actually right so to pursue ihsan and everything that you do and itqan which is excellence right so uh love that you shared that and for that and how can people connect with you guys further how can they go and support you you mentioned um your website so that was takva.co and that's t-a-k-v-a.co is that correct yes yes, yes okay right. perfect so t-a-k-v-a.co is there anyone anywhere else that we should guide them your social media anywhere else that you want them to go if they listen to this episode Yes, so we have an Instagram page uh, where we mm -hmm. release our new products. That is uh, Instagram.com slash Takwa.co. We mm -hmm. also have a YouTube channel where we release our videos. When we, awesome. Whenever we release a new product, we have a video accompanying it. So that would be our YouTube channel as well. Um, we also have a TikTok channel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and um, our, we also are active on LinkedIn as well as uh, okay. Pinterest. Yeah. 
Okay, awesome. So make sure to check it out if you're listening or watching takva.co, T-A-K-V-A.co. We'll drop the link in the description. We'll also drop the link uh, that you, for the new franchise opportunity that you uh, you all have just released. Maybe my uh, someone listening to this might be like, you know what, instead of starting my store, let me go and see if I can partner up and uh, you know help bring this to my local community, inshallah. And that would be an amazing thing to do. Uh, so Mustafa, my name for joining me on this podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. And I definitely myself learned a lot. I'm sure audience did too. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for your time as well. And you all know the drill, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review of the podcast on your favorite platform. And of course, go ahead and follow us as well on any social media platform, search Omarpreneur. And if you'd like our help with your business, go to Omarpreneur.com and go through the resources available and you'll find definitely find something for you. And of course, make sure to support our guests. Go follow them, go and support them, go on their website, check out their beautiful products. They have amazing prayer mats. They have a whole product line available to you for Ramadan right now as well that you can benefit from. So go and check it out just in time for Ramadan and we'll see you in the next one. Take care guys. Assalamu alaikum.